Who are some other Cardinals that the team should consider extending right now rather than later? Plus, our spring training player previews continue with one of the guys that are on that list. This is Locked on Cardinals. You are Locked on Cardinals, your daily St. Louis Cardinals podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey there, Cardinals fans. I'm J.D. Haffron, and I'm a national radio sports anchor, born and raised in the Lou, and a lifetime Cardinals fan, and I'm your host for Locked On Cardinals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You can follow me on Twitter, X, at J.D. Sports Radio. You can follow the podcast at LO underscore Cardinals. I want to thank those of you who make Locked On Cardinals your first listen every day, free and available wherever you get your podcast. You can also find us on YouTube. Like, subscribe, comment, interact with us. Hit the notification button. Make sure you know when the new episodes are getting posted because this is a show serving Cardinal Nation and giving the best fans in baseball all of the info about the birds on the bat. Today's episode brought to you by Game Time Download. The Game Time app, just create an account, then use the code Locked On to get $20 off your first purchase. So we recently discussed whether or not the Cardinals would consider, would consider extending budding superstar Jordan Walker to a deal which is similar to what the Kansas City Royals gave Bobby Witt Jr. I know. Obscene amount of money, right? Obscene amount of money, an obscene amount of years for a guy who has only played two years in the major leagues. I know it's a little early to talk about this stuff with Jordan Walker, but it's getting ahead of the curve in case he does go off in year number two. The response to it was very, very mixed. You had some who liked the idea and are like, yeah, 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 let's let's pay him now before he blows up and it gets more expensive. And then there were some that didn't like it so much and uh, feel like he's not ready. Uh, most agree that Walker needs to show a lot of improvement in the field before even considering such a thing for him. Some still weren't sold on whether or not he's actually going to be the elite hitter that some of us, including the Cardinals, are hoping he will become and have projected him to be. Personally, I see the price tag of 10 years at $300 million, and I still can't believe people are making this much money. It, it, it sends shudders down my spine because it's incredible to me that athletes are making this kind of money these days. And to see somebody like Bobby Wood Jr., great talent, second overall pick uh, the year he got drafted, monster year last year but to see him just wham a possible 14 and almost 400 million dollars after just two years in the show shocking to me uh i agree that walker needs to get better in many many ways i certainly believe in his bat i do i think he's going to be a monster um but there's still a lot of work to be done in the outfield if that's indeed where he's going to play the majority of his big league career some suggest he could move to first base after Goldie either finishes his contract this year and they don't extend him or ends up getting extended and then retiring, which I guess it's a possibility. I mean, he played third base before he moved to the outfield, so it's not like he doesn't know how to handle himself at the corner. I don't know how he is at picking balls out of the dirt and all that. I have no idea, but I, I always argue that I'd I'd rather see Jordan Walker's speed and his arm put to use in the outfield. I think that's a better place to have those kinds of tools rather than going to first base where you don't throw the ball all that much at, you know, at full strength, you know, sure. You throw it around for 
a little infield practice and stuff and throw it around the horn. But very rarely are you making a lot of cannon throws from first base. But then again, if Walker never truly grasps the ability to become at least an average right fielder, then maybe that's where he should go. So we'll see. We'll see how he plays in uh, year two out in right field. Uh, I'm going to assume he's going to get better. Great athlete has never really failed at anything that he's done on a baseball diamond. So I, I'm in his corner for it, but we'll have to wait and see. Right. Uh, but let's move on to a couple of other names that the Cardinals could, or at least should consider signing to an extension. And again, this is just kind of thinking out loud. Like who are some guys that maybe you want to stick around for the next three, four, maybe even five years. First on the list that I'm going to bring up is one Tommy Edmond. Now Tommy Edmond is now locked in for two years $16.5 million plus for the third straight season. Tommy Two Bags is switching positions. <laughs> so he avoided arbitration this year, which was great because we got nervous that they were going to go do that. Didn't happen. He got paid two years. Um, but Gold Glove second baseman in 2021 was the starting shortstop last year until injuries took their toll on the outfield. And then he started playing in center field. He'd already dabbled a little bit in uh, the corner outfield spots, but was playing center field primarily. And now this year he is set to be your starting center fielder from day one, from day one, Tommy Edmond, the gold glove second baseman is now going to be your center fielder. MLB network posted on Twitter that the current war leaders in center field since 2021 are as follows. Aaron judge at 21.5, which is amazing. Cedric Mullins comes in at second. 12.4 and then Tommy Edmond at 11.9. It's kind of wild. That's kind of wild, right? He was really good in center field last year. Really good. Will he be that good again this year? I don't know. I have no idea. This year is going to be very telling uh, to see how Tommy responds to being a full-time center fielder. And as of right now, he's also your backup shortstop behind Mason Wynn. So how will he respond to the offseason wrist surgery that he had to do? Uh, will he become a better hitter against right-handed pitching? That, that's been an issue for him. He's not a free agent for a couple of years. You've got Victor Scott II, who has already shown that he is more than capable of playing center field at a gold glove level, just won the minor league gold glove award. Uh, he's waiting in the wings as a center fielder. But it's something to think about. It's something to think about. You've got him for two more years already, so it's not something that is pressing. But it's something to think about. Up next, we're going to bring up another outfielder. This one, a bit younger, a bit more powerful, but a bit injury prone. We'll talk about him next on Locked on Cardinals. You shouldn't have to worry when you buy tickets for your next event, uh, whether or not you're going to get the tickets or the seats that you want, because game time is available to you right now. It's fast. It's easy. And it makes a whole lot of sense for getting tickets to whether it's sports or other things like concerts or comedy or theater and other events that are around town near you. Uh, killer last-minute deals, all-in prices, views from your seat so you know exactly what you're going to be looking at. Nothing like getting tickets to a game and then you get there and go, yeah, you never do that thing where you're with the person you're next to. You're like, oh, these aren't so bad. But sometimes you get them and you're like, I think we could have done better. And game time will help you get the better tickets that you want. It takes the guesswork out of buying tickets all together. All you got to do is download the game time app. You create an account and use the code locked on for $20 off your first purchase. And then you can use the game time app to get you to maybe your next blues game. They're on fire. Beat Buffalo today. I think one six of their last seven. 
you know, Cardinal Spring training is coming up next week. And then all of a sudden, we're going to be playing real games at Bush Stadium. So you want to get tickets to those games? Game time is the app you want to use. Terms apply. Again, create an account. Redeem the code locked on L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows, which cover every league. What you'll do is you go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube, just type it in and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. And again, thank you for making Locked On Cardinals your first listen every day. Leave comments on YouTube as well as on Twitter X anytime you want because your feedback is always welcome and encouraged. Whether you agree or disagree with what I'm saying here on the show, whether you agree or disagree with what the Cardinals front office is doing and how they're spending money, just let us know. We want your feedback so that you can be a part of this show and we can talk about things. Let's talk about another outfielder while I got your attention. How about our guy Lars Newbar? Newt. Everybody loves them some Lars Newpar. Let's get him up here for you. There he is. Uh, we know how he is in the dugout with the energy and the excitement, which we all love. I don't know anybody that goes, can somebody tell Newpar to settle down? I don't know anybody who does that. We love it. In fact, last year, I missed it. I feel like I didn't see enough of it last year. Uh, we know he's a hard worker. He gives 110% on every play, is great with the fans. And on the field, the guy has been solid defensively, has a really good arm at the plate. He's got a great eye, takes walks. He's got some pop in that bat. OPS plus average of 116 since coming to the league in 2021. The biggest thing, the biggest issue for Lars Newbar has been staying on the field, remaining healthy. That, that's been the problem for Lars Newbar. Everything else has been pretty darn good. Just last year, March 31st, thumb injury. Remember? Right away, right away, you kind of had a feeling how the season was going to go because, boom, Lars Dupar gets hurt against the Blue Jays immediately. One of your top bats out of the lineup. May 29th, he's got a back issue. July 23rd, his heel. August 16th, you get the uh, <clears throat> abdomen area, which um, could have been a little bit below the abdomen was where the injury occurred. But keeping him healthy, he could really be a difference maker but you got to keep him on the field. He's going to turn 27 this year, which might surprise some people that he's as old as he is. Won't be a free agent until 2028. You've got other outfielders. You've got Jordan Walker, Tommy Edmond, Alec Burleson already. Plus you've got Victor Scott, Chase Davis, first round pick from this past year coming up through the organization. But again, it's something to think about. Is Lars Newpar somebody that you want to keep around? If he continues to play 100 games or less each year, maybe you don't want to. Because you don't want to deal with someone. You need somebody who's going to be able to come out and at least give you like 130 games a year. But um, it hasn't happened yet for Lars Newpar. That's my only issue. Other than that, you love the guy. You love everything he stands for. But he's got to stay on the field this year. Uh, next on the list of possible extensions, how about Brendan Donovan, who, like Tommy Edmond, has been that super utility guy who can seemingly play any position at a solid level defensively and offensively does a lot of things that make him such an important piece to this year's team and perhaps the future. Now, a little background on Donovan. Seventh-round pick, 
back in 2018 out of South Alabama. Fun fact, though, born in Würzburg, Germany. Didn't know that, did you? In college, his numbers offensively, they, they don't jump off the page by any means. Sophomore year was arguably his best year. Hits 337, nine home runs, 46 RBIs, OPS 1.012 in 54 games. You like that. His junior year, batting average dips. Uh, we're going to fall 35 points. Falls to 302, five home runs, 55 RBIs, and 50 walks in 57 games. Cardinals ends up taking him in the seventh round. He goes to A-ball in 2019. Loses the 2020 season because of the pandemic. But in 2021, he plays at Peoria, and then he goes to Springfield, and then he goes to Memphis. Everywhere he goes, he succeeds. Bats a combined 304 with 12 home runs, 66 ribbies in 108 games, and under 500 at-bats. He begins 2022 at Memphis, but ends up getting called up at the end of April and becomes a steady part of the Cardinals' everyday lineup. He makes starts at six different Defensive positions, including second, third, short, left field, right field, and first base. Also, I mean, if you really want to get technical, he had seven different positions that he played because the H came over to the National League, and he he did some DHing as well. Uh, he plays the most innings at second base that season, ends up winning the first ever Utility Gold Glove Award as a rookie, commits seven errors all season, finishes with 10 total defensive runs saved. So kind of out of nowhere, you've got this guy who you're like, dude, he can do almost everything we want. Let's use him. Comes into the season, uh, that rookie year, and hits 281, five home runs, 45 RBIs, 394 on base percentage, OPS plus of 124, finishes third in the rookie of the year voting behind the Braves, Spencer Strider and Michael Harris, who ended up winning the award. So coming off his rookie year, you're very excited about the future of Brendan Donovan. Now, last year, he wanted to focus on adding some more pop to his game. He, wa- he wanted to put the ball over the wall a little bit more, be a little more dangerous at the plate. And it worked. He did. You saw the power in spring training. And then in the regular season, he ends up hitting a career-high 11 home runs, still bad at 284, so you don't see any dip there. There was some bad with the good. The OBP dips to 365. Uh, walk percentage fell from 12.8 to 8.9. OPS plus fell to 115, but the slugging ends up going up 43 points to 422. The OPS, it climbs 14 points to 787. So when you add a little bit of power, some of the other stuff got scaled back just a little bit, but he was still really, really good, right? Now he was much better against right-handers, than he was against lefties. He's a left-handed hitter. So he hits 294 with all of his home runs and all but one of the RBIs coming against right-handers while from batting on the left side and facing left-handed pitchers, he only hits 236, no extra base hits, none at all against left-handers, which is kind of a crazy stat. That seems like almost impossible to do, but but he did it. He started dealing with arm soreness heading into the All-Star break, eventually had to be used exclusively as the designated hitter last year because of the elbow problems. Now, it didn't bother him hitting. In fact, his best month was his last month playing last year. Batted 325 in July, three home runs, 10 RBIs. But eventually, they shut things down for good due to the flexor strain going on in his uh, throwing arm, which required offseason surgery. At this point of the season, the team knew they were out of contention. And instead of just dragging things along impossibly, interrupting the beginning of the 2024 season they just decided look let's just shut it down now 
Let's get you onto the table, get you under the knife, get it all fixed and cleaned up and everything ready to go. That way we get a head start on your recovery and hopefully you don't have to miss anything for 2024. And the good news so far is that Brendan Donovan is expected to be ready for spring training and should be the Cardinals primary starting second baseman along with Nolan Gorman this season. So he's on track to uh, be ready to go. I really like Donovan. I really do at the top of the lineup. I think that's his best spot specifically against right handers where he had an OBP of 371. He's obviously very important as a, a backup third baseman, first baseman, corner outfield spots, um, whenever he's needed. You know, he can do those spots and be there if you need him to. He's probably going to get a little bit of time at shortstop this year. I can't imagine that it's just going to be Mason Wynn and Tommy Edmond doing the shortstop thing. Like if Tommy ends up playing center field at an elite level like he did last year, why on earth are you going to make him come in and play shortstop at some time? Like Somebody else will have to figure it out. Somebody else will have to be there. And I, I would think Donovan's somebody who could get that call a couple of times. Um, not a superstar. Brendan Donovan is not a superstar by any means. He's got superstar hair. Gorgeous, flowing locks of hair. But very important to this team and to this lineup without question coming into 2024. Again, I think he's best suited as your leadoff hitter. I can understand when lefties are on the mound that he goes down in the order a bit, but you face right-handers a whole lot more than you face lefties. So for the most part, leadoff hitter. I think that's where he belongs. He is not scheduled to hit free agency until 2028, but he's certainly a guy that I would consider extending. I'd start thinking about that because of his versatility to do, like I said, almost anything that you need. Having both him and Edmund, is, it's quite a luxury to be honest, for for Ali Marmol when it comes to resting guys. You know, you've got veterans who are getting a little long in the tooth. I don't I don't think Nolan Arnato is old by any means, but for a guy that normally plays 155 games every year, it wears down after a while. He's kind of an older 32 at the moment because he's played so much baseball. Paul Goldschmidt not getting any younger either. So to keep these guys a little more fresh for the second half of the season and particularly down the stretch in September when hopefully <laughs> you're pushing for a playoff spot, um, Tommy Edmond and Brendan Donovan are going to be huge pieces of this, so they got to stay healthy. With Donovan, Edmond, and Gorman, you've got the entire infield and outfield covered if someone goes down. Where the Cardinals would be in trouble right now is if Donnie or Tommy were to go down for a long period of time because that not only hurts your starting lineup, but also it damages the depth that you have at those other positions. So he's going to be very important. We've got MLB news and notes to go to next. Specifically, the one I want to focus a lot on is the retirement of a two-time Cy Young Award winner who has decided to hang up his cleats. We'll do that next on Locked on Cardinals. Happy Super Bowl to all who celebrate from FanDuel, America's number one sports book. If you're like me, Super Bowl Sunday, it's all about scoring the best seat on the couch, grabbing your favorite football snacks, and placing some super bets. I actually bought a 75-inch TV today. I did. I was like, you know what? They're all on sale. I'm grabbing one because I want to see the action the best possible way, and I want it to be the best possible experience I can make it. So doing that and jumping on FanDuel is going to make it all that much better for, for this year's Super Bowl. Not only can you bet at FanDuel on who's going to win Super Bowl 58 between the Chiefs and the 49ers. By the way, the line has shifted, and the 49ers 
They're still favored, but it's now by just one and a half. It was two and a half yesterday. Uh, FanDuel also has bets for a ton of other things. We're talking about who's scoring touchdowns. Tight ends-wise, Kittle, Kelsey, two of the best around. Um, Christian McCaffrey, Devo Samuel. You got a lot of offensive weapons in this one. How many points are going to be scored? They got the over-under at 47 and a half. When you think about all of the great offensive pieces that are going to be on the field tomorrow, Patrick Mahomes, Brock Purdy running the shows. Maybe maybe there is a lot more scoring than we think. Uh, will Travis Kelsey catch all of his targets? Will Debo Samuel get a rushing and receiving touchdown? Will there be a 60-yard field goal made? All of these different things you can bet on at FanDuel. The list is seemingly limitless. So new customers, you join today. You get $200 in bonus bets if your first bet of $5 or more wins. All you need to do is visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to sign up. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sportsbook partner of the NFL. Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today, it's here. And it's there for you 24-7 covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. You go to Locked On Sports today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel, and I will consider you a very, very smart person. All right, off the top of your head, how old do you think Corey Kluber is? Go! If you said 37 going on 38, You'd be correct. It seems like to me, it seems like he'd be older than that, but he'll be turning 38 in April. Will not be celebrating it this year as a player, at least. The winner of the AL Cy Young Award in 2014, 2017 as well, has announced his retirement from professional baseball after 13 seasons. Posted this on Instagram saying, As I take my leave from the pitcher's mound, my passion for baseball remains unwavering. I eagerly anticipate exploring opportunities to continue contributing to the sport in a different capacity. For all of those that will be part of my next chapter in baseball, I look forward to passing on what I have learned to the next generation of MLB players. So sounds like he's heading into either coaching or scouting or something to that magnitude. Uh, The former fourth-round pick of the Padres actually made his name in the big leagues with Cleveland, if you're not familiar with him, and it was in a trade that actually involved the Cardinals. On July 31st, 2010, there was a three-team trade that went down. The Padres sent Corey Kluber to the Cleveland Indians at the time. The Guardians now, but they ran the Indians at the time. Uh, The Padres also sent the legendary Nick Greenwood to the Cardinals. Who didn't have a Nick Greenwood jersey back in 2010? Who didn't have one of those? Uh, Cleveland ends up sending Jake Westbrook to the Cardinals, who was very important on the squad when he was here. And the Cardinals sent Ryan Ludwig, a guy we all know and love, to the Padres. So that was the whole deal. Three seasons later. Corey Kluber goes 18-9 with a 2.44 ERA in a league-high 34 starts to win his very first Cy Young Award. Then a couple of years later, he goes 18-4 with a 2.25 ERA, which led the league. ERA plus that year was 202. Phenomenal. Snags his second AL Cy Young Award. And um, the next year, he ends up having his only 20-win season. Does not win the Cy Young Award, but picks up 20 wins in 2018. But then in 2019, the injuries began. He fractures his arm after getting hit by a line drive. Then he had an abdominal injury, which led him to only pitching in seven games in the major leagues in 2019. He eventually gets traded to Texas ahead of the COVID season, 
which landed Cleveland their current closer, Emmanuel Classe, who reportedly could be on the move at some point. But then Kluber got hurt again with Texas after just one inning, suffered a shoulder injury, and just never really was that dominant pitcher again. Since that point, he'd gone to the Rangers. Then he goes to the Yankees, the Rays, the Red Sox. Uh, accumulated an 18-19 record, 4.68 ERA, although he did throw his only career no-hitter with the Yankees in 2021. And I remember that one specifically because I, J.D. Haffron, picked him up on his fantasy team that week for that revenge game against the Texas Rangers. I was like, I just have a feeling. Goes out and throws a no-no. And then ends up getting hurt, like, a start later. But um, I got him during the no-no. Um, so, Corey Kluber, much respect to you. He was a guy just a couple of years ago that I was like, shouldn't the Cardinals take a chance on somebody like that? It seemed like a Cardinal thing to do, right? You got a guy in his mid-30s. He's been injury-prone, but a lot of upside there. But the the injuries just took their toll, and he just never was the same. So Corey Kluber retiring. And finally, the Reds have signed a guy out of Mexico with uh, I, just a pretty unique name, and I just thought I'd bring it up because when I saw the name, I was like, wait, what? The Mexican, I guess he's a Mexican player, Ichiro Cano Hernandez. Ichiro Cano Hernandez. Switch hitting third baseman, just turned 19. But fun fact, not named after Ichiro Suzuki, the Seattle Mariners superstar for all those years. According to Hernandez, uh, they gave me the name because my dad had a Japanese friend named Ichiro who was a surfer. My dad's name is Eugenio. The two of their families were each expecting a boy, and they decided to name their sons after each other. My dad gave me the name of his friend, and his Japanese friend named his son after my dad. There you go. Ichiro Kano Hernandez. If he even has a little bit of Ichiro Suzuki and Robinson Cano in his swing, be on the lookout for that dude, because <laughs> that would be something. But still a fun name that stands out among, you know, us baseball nerds. I thought you guys might like that. All right, wrapping it up. Thanks for making Lockdown Cardinals your first listen every day. If you haven't already, please give us a follow on Twitter at LO underscore Cardinals and at JD Sports Radio. Like, subscribe on YouTube. If you have not joined us on YouTube yet, you're missing out. All kinds of fun visual stuff available to you when you go to the YouTube ch uh, channel and uh, like, subscribe, comment. Make sure you hit the notification button as well. You guys are the best fans in baseball for a reason, and I'll see you next time on Locked on Cardinals.